Oh, it's true, it's true, it's so damn true what's going on, everybody. This is your boy, the host of the World Club Wrestling Podcast. It is I, once again, the ace that runs the place, a.k.a. the podcast, Maharaja. All hail to me. And on production, we have the tribal chief, the tribal podcast messiah, all that good stuff. We got the franchise in production, man, so... What's going on with y'all, everybody, man? We got a good show for y'all today, man. Listen, War Games was December 6th. WWE is super petty, because I want to say that real quick, because AEW had this big winter is coming the same week, that Wednesday. And WWE was like, well, we're going to put our War Games December 6th, the same week as y'all. Ha, ha, ha. Fighting for ratings. But AEW won that war right there. But that is that one won that battle. So it is what it is. But we're going to get into these war game, war game review, war game uh, recap. So the first match, I believe, uh, well, first match of the night was the women's war game match. That match was pretty, pretty good. You know, um, I was glad to see Ember Moon get back into the uh, uh, things. You know, she had a, a injury. I believe it was a neck injury. And, um... Didn't know about her return, Mister. You know, Mister on the main roster. She came back to NXT, where you know where it all started, and she looked pretty good. She looked pretty. She looked really good in that match, and it was, it was good to see her back in action. Um, I kind of feel like Tony Storm was kind of like the the weakest link, as far as like all the all the wrestlers in the um women's women's war game match. You know, you probably would have thought maybe like a Dakota Kai, but she looks pretty good. Dakota Kai looked really good in that match. And I thought, like I said, overall, like I said, I thought the match was the match was really well, you know, really well done. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez was the one that got the pin, um, power bombing Io Shirai. Uh, I think that Raquel Gonzalez is the next up to challenge Io Shirai for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. You know, she's she's earned that. You know, uh, like I said, in that ring was pretty much all the competitors that could have competed for that title. And I think Raquel Gonzalez is now, you know, next up to get that to get that push for that for that championship that could beat Io Shirai with her power and her strength and everything like that. She's going to be able to overpower Io Shirai. But um, speaking of her, uh, the when she was on the top of the cage with the <laughs> with the trash can, it was so funny because you could tell she like she smiled like she's kind of like it was funny to her. And when she did it, she jumped off. I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. It was it was a good spot. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that part. Um, team Team Blackheart was was going in. You know, they kind of had the advantage throughout most of the match, but um, somehow, so well, well, they, they had the advantage throughout the match. And then I remember when Io Shirai was about to come out, uh, they was trying to keep her out, keep her out the match. That I know, um, Candice LeRae's friend, Indy Hartwell, I believe her name is, was there to help out. But either way, you know what I'm saying? He was able to get it going with the full War Games match. And like I said, Raquel Gonzalez was able to, you know, really, you know, get a pin in and won the match for them. And like I said, she's she's going to be the next up for the title run. And I was wondering if she wins the title, if she fights Io Shirai and wins the title, which I believe she will, what are they going to do with her and Dakota Kai? Because Dakota Kai... Also fought Io Shirai for the title. She lost. 
are they going to split those two up or are they going to just keep them two together? It's kind of like Raquel Gonzalez is going to be the champion and EO and Dakota Kai is kind of like basically like, you know, going to like make sure that she's good or whatever, be that best friend and make sure, let me make sure my best friend is good. But then after, if she wins that title, if, she, if Raquel Gonzalez wins the title, Shashi Blackheart is the next up to become women's NXT women's champion. And Shashi Blackheart is a star. She got the new tank and everything like that. You know, Rhea Ripley, I still believe she's coming up. Even though she said in the promo on NXT, she said, she's, I'm not going anywhere. I still believe she's getting called up. Uh, Io Shirai, she could, probably, she could probably stay in NXT. Ember Moon could stay in NXT. A lot of them could stay in NXT. But I feel like Rhea Ripley is coming back. And I think she's going to go to Raw. If she does come up, she's going to go to Raw. I believe Charlotte's on Raw. And, and I heard rumors that Ronda Rousey might be coming back. So that would be interesting to see if Raw... If Raw needs to kind of like a new new, new faces on the women roster on Raw. So that's going to be interesting to see how that's going to go Uh They had the Timothy Thatcher, uh, Tommaso Ciampa match. That was a pretty good, you know, old school, old school bruising, bruising match. A lot of, a lot of moves look like it hurt. You know what I mean? Timothy Thatcher looked like one of those dudes that like, he like one of them dudes you do not want to get, get in a fight in a bar or in a dark alley. That dude is look scary. And Tommaso Ciampa is the face of, um, NXT, the Godfather, the Blackheart, you know, he won the match, but, um, I think those two ain't done yet. I can see those two probably forming a tag team. For some reason, because of two, like it's kind of like well, we got respect for each other, you know. We don't, I don't like you, we don't like each other, but we got respect for each other. So I could see that happening sometime down the road. Um, we had one of my favorite matches of the night, the triple threat match for the North American uh, Championship: Leon Ruff versus uh, Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. One of my favorite wrestlers on NXT. He kind of reminds me of Roman a little bit. If you look at him now, if you look at him now, like he reminds you of Roman a little bit. Because of the, just like the size and the long hair and everything like that. So I said, if he ever got called up, he might have to change his look a little bit. Because a lot of people would confuse him with Roman. If he was on, if he was probably on SmackDown, they'll confuse him with Roman. But maybe if he stayed up, maybe he was on Raw, they'll probably like leave his character alone. But knowing Vince McMahon, Vince would probably like want him to change his look. So that's how that's gonna probably going to happen. But I thought uh, that match told a pretty good story. You know, it was pretty much like Damian Priest was not trying to, you know, you, you saw he really didn't want to fight Leon Ruff. He he got, like, some love for Leon. We, he really didn't want to put the hands on him. But Leon Ruff was like, listen, man, y'all, y'all think I'm a joke. I'm trying to win this title. And, I mean, this is my title. I'm going to win it. I'm going to show and prove that this is I'm here for a reason. And... You know, like I say, eventually, you know, Leon Ruff did get catch some hands from Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano being Johnny Gargano, you know, being the heel that he is. And I hate that new, the, the, the way, sounds so corny. It's, it sounds mad corny, but it is what it is. But but Johnny Gargano was able to, you know, win the title. I agree with, I was listening to the Busted Open Radio podcast with, you know, Bubba Ray Dudley and all them. And I agree with, you know, title matches, certain title, like title matches don't need to have so much interference. If you're going to have interference, make it, you know, maybe like one guy or something like that. You know, he had like, it was like three of them dudes in the screen mask. And one of them was just Austin Theory. It was like the same with like Retribution. Remember how Retribution was like 20 people? You know what I'm saying? And now it's just like these five group of dudes. It's like these five group of wrestlers or whatever. It's just like, who's the other people? Who was the other people? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But the only person that really mattered was Austin Theory. So it should have just been Austin Theory. Let Austin Theory come out there and he do it. And 
you go on from there. But, you know, certain times, certain things you see like that, it's just like, it was a non, I think it was like a non-disqualification match for the North American title. But it's just like, it was just like too much stuff going on for that. But overall, like, I think it was a good match. I wish Damian Priest would have won it. That's one of my favorite, like I say, he's one of my favorite people on there. Or even Leon Ruff somehow pulling away, you know, saying winning the match, maybe doing something sneaky or whatever. There was a few spots where I felt like Leon Ruff could have got away with it and won the title, but... You know, it is what it is for that. Then what else match we had on the uh, War Games? I think it was that. Bam, bam, bam. And I believe it was the men's War Game. And that was about it. Was it the men? Yeah, it was the men's War Game. And that was it. Yo, I like Pat McAfee. I like Pat McAfee. The man can talk on the mic. He's really good on the mic. He's a halfway decent wrestler. He's a halfway decent wrestler. And, you know, I think him and his beef with his rivalry with Adam Cole was really good for NXT. I think the star of that match was Kyle O'Reilly. I think Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne are the future of wrestling as far as like, especially in WWE, if they use them right. So, and I see that Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne are going to, you know, fight Damian Priest for the number one contendership for the men's NXT title. So, like I said, like, he's getting that push. Like, I saw, when I'm watching that match, I saw him, he's getting that push. You know, Pat McAfee, when he did the, uh, the, the, the like, the swanton off of the top of the cage, that was pretty dope. Uh, I like the title, the uh, not the titles, the tables with the names of the Undisputed Era n- names on there and stuff like that. And it was kind of crazy to see, like, them, like, do, like, a role reversal where, Undisputed Era, they're the face. And Pat McAfee, all these dudes are, they're the, they're the heels and stuff. So it was good to see Adam Cole and all them kind of like be like these faces. Um, Robert Strong looked good. You know, I like him. He's a beast with the suplexes and the moves that he do. I like him a lot. Bobby Fish looked good. You know, Oni Larkin, Oni Larkin and Danny Burch is a good tag team. I like them. You know, kind of look like, oh, like older dudes. But, you know, still a pretty good a pretty good, you know, tag team, and he did the thing. Like I said, Pete Dunn is a beast. I like Pete Dunn. I think Pete Dunn probably wouldn't be good on the main roster, but on the NXT, he looks pretty good. But like I said, those two right there, those two, him and Kyle O'Reilly, most definitely future stars in in um NXT. I kind of thought for some reason, I thought like Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole was gonna like that was gonna be like the start of like the feud between those two. Like some like Kyle O'Reilly was gonna turn on him or something was gonna happen where I felt like that's gonna be, be the push for Kyle O'Reilly to to be like on his own. But I think they're kinda like just naturally just doing it like we gonna let Kyle do him and I think it's gonna be Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee in in another in the near future, like probably like a solo joint. You know, who am I? Now, a lot of people probably won't mind seeing Pat McAfee get his ass whooped. But I know CM Punk, I know CM Punk loves him. So, and we love CM Punk. So, in NXT news, guys. Well, what happened in War Games? I know you guys saw the big ass vulture that was in the <laughs> that was in the, that came up, and we heard the you know ominous message, the TikTok. <coughs> so we already know what that means. That means that Karrion Cross is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Karrion Cross has came back from his injury to reclaim his NXT championship. And it looks like it's, I'm pos- it could possibly be Finn Baylor. It's going to be Finn Baylor versus Karrion Cross. I know that's something that he teased that he wanted before, but this is most definitely going to happen. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a hard-hitting match. Hopefully, both of these dudes come away healthy. I did this because both of them have injury histories and stuff, so let's just make sure that those two come out healthy when he ha- whenever he had his match. 
We got one in the classics, one in the classics of the year. It's going to be 2021. We're already calling it. Karen Cross Finn Bell is going to be one of a top five, a top five, top 10 match in WWE next year. By far. Just can't wait to see that. But whoever he fights, Finn fights for, and it was being Kyle. Is that the, uh, matter of fact, whoever he fight, Karen Cross is going to get involved. I already know that. So that's how they go set all that stuff up. And, um, it's the, the, the NXT pay-per-view. It's like the, not pay-per-view. It was like the show was the New Year's Evil. I believe it was called. So yeah, so that's how that's going to happen. All right, y'all. So we got the TLC preview. TLC preview. TLC is next Sunday, December 20th. We uh, we got, you know, a couple days before Christmas. So right now, man, the card is looking pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. The Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title match is going to be pretty sweet. I wish that Kevin Owens was the set, was old KO. Old KO versus this new Roman Reigns would have been sweet. When KO was powerbombing dudes on the apron and wilding out and doing like, when he was that dude's psycho KO, that joint would have been sweet. But I, it's cool to see him and, you know, Roman get into it, though, cutting good promos and stuff. You know, promo that KO and uh, Paul Heyman had on Talking Smack. You know, that was one of the best promos of the year. So... And I'm glad he brought back Talking Smack and uh, Raw in the in the uh, in the Raw one. So I'm glad he did that. But um, we got uh, who I think will win that match. If y'all was curious, I, mean, I think Roman Reigns is winning that match. Universal Championship. He's not even losing that title no time soon. Um, Roman Reigns is taking that one. But it's gonna be a good hard hitting match, you know. But like I said, I wish KO was kind of like the old KO. But, you know, it is what it is, you know, with the pop-up power bomb and stuff. But, you know, now it's, you know, stun Owens stun. But it's cool. It's whatever. Uh, we got AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre for the world title. And there's something that I um, saw on post on social media that AJ Styles has defended or fought for the title in three TLCs since 2016. The only time he didn't. Defend for the title was 2017 and 2019, and I believe was it 2019 and 2019, and I believe that's because uh, uh, what's his name, Brock had the title. So I'm like, that was pretty. That was a pretty good, pretty interesting stat. So I mean, I don't think AJ Styles is winning though. I think uh, Drew McIntyre is going to retain the title, but you know, good. You know, for you know, old TNA Impact Wrestling back in the day, AJ Styles, you know, the face of TNA. Drew McIntyre when he came in, he was a big star in Impact Wrestling. So it's going to be good to see those two go at it. Kind of like a, uh, you know, throwback to the NXT TNA, uh, not NXT TNA Impact Wrestling days. Oh, yeah, Andrew McIntyre was in NXT, so that was pretty cool. I remember those days. Those was pretty sweet. And then one of my favorite matches I, I know is going to be happening on TSC, The Fiend versus Randy Orton. When when Drew, when when Randy Orton and, the, and Bray Wyatt was fighting on Raw, and when the joint cut off, and it was, turned out to be The Fiend that was on the mat, that was one of the Raw scenes I've seen in, in the WWE. That was, I was wondering how, how he did that. Oh, okay. So I'm like, yeah, but I was like, if he could have did that that quick, he could have changed his clothes that quick. That would have been dope. That would have been that would have been sweet. But that was raw as hell. Like I really enjoyed the hell out of seeing that. But I think, like I said, Fiend getting that one. You know, Fiend been terrorizing them, terrorizing them since like since Randy was the t- won the championship. That's his new target right now. So I mean, I got I got the Fiend taking that one. Uh, Carmelo versus Sasha Banks for the snack snack SmackDown title. 
Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is gonna have that one. Uh, Carmella cool, but I think that's I think that I can see that rivalry lasting for a little bit, maybe like good like three months, maybe good two two three months pay per views, just kind of like gives you know Sasha something to do because I don't really think there's a lot of people on SmackDown that Sasha could really have a feud with like that, and I think that Carmelo joint is just you know that's gonna be something that's not gonna go away anytime soon, so I can see that lasting for a little while, but I got Sasha Banks retaining her title against Carmella anytime these two fight. Sasha Banks is retaining the title all day unless WWE just felt like, you know what, fuck it. We just go give it to Carmella for somewhere, for whatever reason. And we got Asuka and Lana versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the women's tag team titles match. I got, for some reason, I think Asuka and Lana is going to win. They're really pumping Lana up. Like, she's, you know, this story. And I've been watching all this stuff. I'm like, yo, do you really give it a lot? It's like the under the true underdog story. You know, but I could also see what's funny about Lana. I could see Lana winning the title, but she has somebody that's there to help her, like another female, like a big, strong female that could help her keep the title going. Like she, of course, she had these matches. She'll have her little moments, but most of the match she get her ass whooped, and then somehow somebody helps her. Somebody helps her. Somebody does something like uh, what's my remember my man uh, No Shen, the dude. I forgot his name. Y'all remember what I'm talking about? Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Remember him? And like something like that. So I could see something like that. And I'm talking about Lana being like, they just let Lana be Lana. And let Lana be Lana. Like what we see on uh, on Instagram and all this other stuff like that. Let that Lana be that Lana. And everybody be like, oh man, I can't stand this chick. You know what I'm saying? But she could that could be her character. She could be like that heel. And yeah, she get her ass whooped all the time. All the time. But she has somebody there. At the end of the match, that's gonna help her win the title, and that could be her. That could be Lana's push. I can see that happening. Y'all need to make that happen. That, that's the only way. That's the only way you can really see Lana being like utilized. Well, you got to kind of like do something because hers a face and all this. Oh, you know, begin you know th- throw it to the table. She needs somebody like she needs somebody like her. Like a Raquel Gonzalez would have been a good help for her. Like you know, what I mean, if you did a switch roles like that, that would have been a good help for her because somebody got to be big enough to. Whoop Nia Jax's ass. So, and I can see, I can see Nia Jax getting her ass whooped by Raquel Gonzalez. That chick is a fucking beast. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I also I saw that uh, the New Day is gonna fight the Hurt Business for the Raw Tag Team Titles. I saw that get posted. Um, I honestly feel like Retribution should get a title shot. Like for you know what I mean? I just feel like Retribution. But I think let New Day win this one, and then let's kind of like. Tease the Kofi versus Ali joint. Let's let's kind of like get that ball rolling because I think that's going to be a good rivalry and I think that's going to be a great one for next year for for 2021. Ali versus Kofi, Ali versus Kofi, or the Retribution versus the New Day or whatever like that. So he could just kind of like start building that up. I really like I really like to see that. So I think that's something that they should really tease. And I don't know about um, SmackDown tag team titles. I don't, now I don't know like like the pay per views don't really really display the tag team titles like that. You know what I mean? It, it might be like one tag team title. You, We rarely get two. We rarely get all three. So, I mean, if it's going to be the SmackDown titles, it's probably going to be defended on like a show or like the next pay-per-view or something like that. Like I said, the tag team division isn't really that strong in WWE right now. So, like unlike before, like a couple years ago, the tag team division was really, 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 really looking good. But right now, I just feel like it's kind of like it, it, the tag team division took a back burner 
for, for whatever reason. I don't know. They broke up. They did break up a lot of people and some people left. So that, you know, that might be the issue. But it is what it is, you know, unless they bring people up from NXT. Shout out to Velveteen Dream, man. Well, we, we miss you, dog. <laughs> that, was, that was my man. Yo, man. So listen, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, when I was a kid, man, I used to watch WCW and two of my favorite old heads. Two of my favorite, two of my favorite legends was on WCW, man. The first one, the first one came back home. 18 years in the making. I'm talking about it's Sting. <laughs> my man Sting is back at AEW, back on TNT after 18 years. He then came back. And I was hyped. I was hyped because it's Sting. I love Sting. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. I love me some Sting. Always been a Sting fan, especially when Sting went on Crow mode. I was like, I'm for that shit. Like I was, for, I was all for it. You know, he's 61 years old. I don't want him. He's yes, he's 61. He's 61 years old. He's old as shit. <laughs> well, 61 ain't old, but like for wrestling, you old, bro. And I'm like, dog. I don't want to see this man wrestle. I really don't. I really don't. But I feel like it's coming. Like, it's going to happen. But when I got told people, I said, I feel like if he's going to wrestle, he's going to wrest people he trusts. It's, that's, that's, that's the only way he's going to do it. And I'm like, and it's going to be Cody. It's going to be Cody. It's going to be Jericho. Jericho and Cody are the two that's going to get that match with him. Possibly Darby Allen, because Darby Allen, like I said, reminds Sting a lot of himself like young like young Sting so he's you know he got the you know the side face paint and everything like that um the only like I said the only difference like one of the big differences is Darby Allen is super small and Sting was a big dude so I don't know how that's gonna happen it's a multi-year it's a multi-year deal say so he Sting say he's gonna be there for a long time and then you can tell Sting was very happy to be back he was very happy to be back on TNT that was his home for years um, then I know he went to TNA slash Impact. That you know he was there for a few years. Wrestled a lot of young legends, you know, old and new. Um, went to WWE. You know, things in WWE didn't work out so well. You know, Sting didn't like his um his his run in WWE, and he said that in previous statements before. But before even signing to WWE, he knew like he's like they're not gonna use me in the way that I would want to be used, and he that's why he never wanted to sign with WWE for you know that and for other reasons. So so him going there and him having that experience is kind of like well I I knew it like this is why I wasn't I didn't want to come. So you know that's you know. And, you know, it is what it is, you know, but now he's back there, you know, he's back there, multi-year deal. I mean, multi-year deal, I feel like multi-year deal is going to be like a two, three-year deal. So he, I don't, he's not going to be there. I mean, he'll, he'll probably retire there. He'll probably be, you know, work for the company and stuff like that. But as far as like wrestling, man, I give it about like two, two years and maybe about like a couple matches, maybe like two, maybe two, three matches a year. Now, the other old head. Other old head on WCW is a man that had one of the longest winning streaks in wrestling history. He was kind of like WCW's newest, hottest thing on the market. We talking about Goldberg. Goldberg. Yes, he wants to return. He wants to face the tribal chief. No. 
no, none of us wants to see this. You are, listen, Sting might, I think the time that Sting had away, Sting rehabbed, Sting, he looked, he looked okay. He looked good. You know, can he wrestle a little bit? Man, I, listen, a two, three minute match watching Sting would probably look way better than a two, three minute match with Goldberg. Because all Goldberg go do is spear, spear, jackhammer, jackhammer. If he could barely get you up for the jackhammer. And that's it. That's all it's going to be. So I would much rather see a two, three minute Sting, punch, 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 kick, kick, atomic drop, Scorpion splash, Scorpion death. Death lock, death drop, whatever like that. Boom, whatever. Quick little two, three minute thing. Or it could be even like five minutes or something like that. Something, you know, nothing crazy. You know, a bunch of laying around because, you know, he old. So, you know, he got to rest up. <laughs> so, nothing crazy. But I can see that happening. But Goldberg versus Roman, WWE go do it. I already know WWE's going to do it, man. Like I said, like I told my, my partner over here, man, I much rather see him face like Cena or, or Rock. Or shit, I mean, you can somehow get Stone Cold, like, you know, bruh, somebody better than Goldberg, anything but Goldberg at this point, because then it's like your fear is you already know this. The fear is that you're gonna have Goldberg win the title. That's what we. That's what we all fear. If this was a guy that we felt like. Like, he wasn't going to win the title. Then we'd be like, all right, cool. You know, we're going to see that match. That's probably like a dream match, but we know he's not going to win the title. Because it's Goldberg, you fear he's going to get, he's going to do what he did to the Fiend and, and win the title. And then we're going to be pissed. And we're going to see the, you know, we're, then it's like, why? 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 We don't want to see this. Please. I'm like, even if y'all do, let, Ro let Roman win. And I want Roman to whoop his ass. I want Roman to beat Goldberg so bad. <laughs> I want Goldberg to get whooped so bad that this dude say, you know what, man? You know, I had a good <laughs> and call it a day. I'm like, dude, y'all will ruin y'all will ruin Roman if y'all let him lose. Y'all will ruin, ruin a lot of his momentum. I said it would have been better. If it was Brock Lesnar, if Brock Lesnar came back, oh man. That'd be better. Like, let's get Brock into and, and there's more story with Brock. There's more of a story you could go with, with Brock. So it'll be much better to have Brock Brock into that situation. You could throw John Cena into the situation. You could throw Rock into the situation. If you want to bring an old head back. I mean, Undertaker, he done. So we don't, we don't really need that. And there's really nobody else I can think of that 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 could, you know, old guy that he can bring back. You ain't trip. And Shawn Michaels most definitely ain't doing it because he, he, Roman will spear his eyes straight. That's what Roman go do. Superman punch, spear, and he go talk. <laughs> you thought, yo, the stuff Roman go say to that, <laughs> to his old ass, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a massacre. So like, listen, man, just stop getting old. Build the young dudes. Build who you got on the roster. Stop bringing these old heads back for these one-off matches and stuff like that. And especially, if they win the match, then win the match, they win the title. Then we ain't gonna see the title for like the next six months to a year or something like that. Just let let Roman, let Roman run with the title and give us what we want. We want the Big E versus Roman situation. That's what we want. And like I said, well, well oh yeah, uh, Kenny Omega, AEW won the title. Heel Kenny Omega is on the scene, ladies and gentlemen. That's something we've been waiting for, man. Shout out to John Moxley. Like I said, he he um him and Renee. Are expecting and shout out to Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch for their baby that just arrived. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to anybody 
in the wrestling business that's out here, you know, having families, getting kids and stuff like that. It's a beautiful thing to see, man. Family is the most definitely important thing to have. Uh, another uh, story, uh, Bailey and Bianca Belair are going to be starting their feud. Uh, we are, we've seen it coming, so they're, they're going to have a match next week. But let's uh, hopefully this lasts for, you know, a little while to let Bianca kind of like get her start her push. You know, I did see that Sasha and uh, Bianca had a tag team or a tag team on the salute for the troops. You've seen the chemistry there between those two. But, man, I, I, like I said, I think Bianca is going to be the next next up for the title on SmackDown. So, you know, that's going to be interesting. There's really not much. Oh, we got the Slammies Award. Slammies on the, was it 23rd? On the 23rd of December. So we're going to have a conversation about that. Me and the franchise, the team, man. We got a lot of other good news, man. We got some we got some surprises coming for you guys next year. Man, we're really going to try to take this thing, you know, to the next level, 2021. I just want to speak on that real quick. Man, we really want to try to take this thing to the next level next year. You know, this, this year has been a trying year. Um trying to get myself back integrated into things with the you know Royal Club Wrestling Podcast and the whole situation. So it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a tough road, but we're built for this. We are built we are built to get these things done. We have done these things before and it's nothing new to us. So we're going to make sure that we give y'all guys the best content. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of good things coming for you guys next year, 2021. And like I said, shout out to wrestling this year was a tough year. We had COVID and wrestling really, really, really kept us entertained. Us wrestling fans entertained throughout this year. They done a lot of things, innovative things to trying to keep keep the things keep things going. You know, so shout out to wrestling, shout out to WWE, shout out to Impact, shout out to AEW. You know, shout out to all the wrestling promotions, man. When when they win, when they win, we win. We win as fans. You know, so when they're successful, we're we're doing we're doing great. You know, everything is going to be. Everything is go copacetic. So, you know, that's pretty much it for me, guys, man. This is your boy, the ace that runs the place. The podcast, Maharaja, you know the whole thing. I'm going to have some more more sayings and more catchphrases <laughs> soon. And this is the franchise over there on production, the, the podcast, Tribal Chief, the head of the table. We are out, you guys. You guys have a good weekend. Holla at y'all later. We out.